Hey, I'm Lauren. And I'm Emma. Welcome to The Old View. Hi, Emma. Hi, Oak viewers. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Oak viewers. How are you doing today, Emma? I'm doing great, honestly. How are you? I'm excellent. Can you tell the people about your new tattoo? Because I know you want to, so let's just get it out of the way. You know, I wasn't guys. Gonna it bring is it up. huge. She was like, "I'm going to get a tattoo, <laughs> and I'm going to get it on my arm." It's like her whole forearm, it but it's not, not like colored in. Not yet. It's like an out. What do you mean, not yet? I I have to go back. I have more. You're sessions. getting. Oh my gosh. She it's acts like she doesn't know the rules. Okay, please you tell our listeners how excited you are about it. You know, Lauren, it's so funny that you know me so well, except for <laughs> I wasn't even going to bring it up. <laughs> oh, for a reason? Because I haven't even told my dad. <laughs> no, my mom Ooh. knows about it. That's all that matters. All, so all, all should that we not be talking mom. about this? No, it's completely fine. If you know me, uh, I'm trying to finish my arm. So I started the second half of my sleeve. And the guy that I'm working with, he's helping me make it all come together. Um, it's a new avatar tattoo. Do you expect anything less from me? No. But she is right. It's huge. And it's half my arm. It's huge. It's probably one of the biggest tattoos I've ever gotten. It's unhideable. My giraffe is like my shoulder to my elbow. But this one is my elbow to my wrist. It's even touching a little bit of my wrist. And let me tell you, that one was a little painful. It was a little different. It was spicy. <laughs> it was very <laughs> spicy. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to bring it up, even if, though you didn't want to. That's okay. Honestly, I'm going to take you down a road for a quick sec. Go for it. I don't talk about my tattoos really to anybody. Why? I don't know. I've I've never really. They're personal them. to you. Yeah, I mean they. I mean they very much are. I, I don't really put anything on my body that I'm not attached to or something that I don't feel really strongly about. But I don't really talk about them. I also don't really share them because usually I'm covered up at work for work reasons. But my friend, most of my friends have tattoos, so they don't really like talk to me about it. They're just kind of like, oh, new ink. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> So not that very exciting, guys, but I did get a new tattoo and I love it and it's my, maybe my new favorite. I don't know. The giraffe really beats it all, so I can't, I can't really compare it to anything. But thanks, Lauren. Thanks for having an interest in something that you'll never do. <laughs> anything for you. <laughs> That's true friendship, my friends. But hello, Oak viewers. Welcome back to another episode of The Oak View. This is Lauren. I am Emma. We're here today to talk about, I, what are we You said, about? this is Lauren. I yeah. am Emma. <laughs> Yeah, like you are like, Lauren. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if I was on a call, I'd say, this is Lauren, as in, I am Lauren. No, I was like gesturing towards you, like, this is Lauren. Yeah, you have to That's remember you. that they can't see us. You can visualize it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Emma, are you ready to talk about our topic of the day? Mm, I think so. I have a prompt for us. Okay, let's do it. Um, the prompt is women, duh. <laughs> but specifically, what types of women inspire you slash influential women in history wow so it can, it's a broad topic because you mm -hmm. can talk about just the people in your life that inspire you yeah or we can talk about some historic presence and i can give you some background okay that'd be helpful thank you very much this has been on my mind a little bit recently and i want to have like a fun conversation about it with sure. you because so there's a creator on tiktok her name is cleo abram and she does a series that's called Page Not Found, which is a TikTok series about women in history and influential women in history who you don't learn about in school or who she wishes she learned about in school. And it's yes. just like a quick two minute 
this is this person, this is what they invented. And mm. lots of times the mm. women in history like have not gotten credit for those discoveries or mm-hmm. advancements in science or technology or whatever it might be. Yeah. And so I've been really enjoying watching it. I've been less retaining it. And it's something that we talk <laughs> about, but something that we rarely put work into like researching. So I just want to have a conver- an honest conversation about it to say, yeah. w- what is it for you, us personally? And then also like, what would get us to like actually put some effort into like learning more things? I'm, I'm down for the count and that's not the right phrase. I'm down to do it. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go first? Is there something that kind of comes to your mind? Okay. So, well, no. Um, <laughs> but if we talk about like just... What types of women inspire you in today's world? You know, I think of like, like Michelle Obama, you know, I think of like big women of today or like, you know, your mom or whatever it might be. And I think about what about those women? It's for me, it's partly like their competence and their confidence and the way that they speak because you know I'm very intentional about how I speak and how I'd like choose my words and I think that that's something like I'm drawn to but I want to hear your perspective sure uh women who really get me going are women who are struggling and fighting against adversity. Okay. I really get inspired by those who have overcome a challenge or even just like um like not meeting like adversity? Yeah, like like beating the odds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of women in history we hear about uh you know, things that they've accomplished because it was the first of their kind or the first of their career or the first in that field or in whatever big event that has changed the world. And on a minor scale for my personal life, talking to people who have overcome something in silence and in noise, so by themselves in a personal setting, and then also in front of many, uh, it really speaks to what kind of character they have. Uh, sometimes I think about per my personal women, obviously, I feel like is like my grandmas, my mother, my sisters, who have all gone through some sort of miscarriage. And um, that's a personal attachment I have to like women who empower women, right? My mm-hmm. parents and her parents and like many other women of the world have struggled through a very personal private thing, but continue to share uh, their knowledge and education of about it and what they've done to bring light to a subject. So that's that's more on a personal scale. But it's the adversity part that really attracts me to what are women doing in current events? Uh, yeah. You know, what are women doing in my field? What are they doing to stand out? Not because they want to, just because they know it's like the right thing. <laughs> and right. that's something that's really, really inspiring. I think that makes a lot of sense. I can kind of see that for you. And obviously, like, I find those things amazing, too. Like, activism and you know everybody likes I don't want to say like I wanted to say everybody likes a heroic story but I don't want it to sound like the plot of a movie you know what I mean? No I think I think heroism doesn't always have to be on a grand level it can be very everyday day-to-day things but like sometimes there are stories that seem very I don't even know so unforgettable and, and and with that knowledge you have about it you're just kind of like wow that's that's a that's a hero you know yeah uh, and and it's People not stick even stick with that, you yeah it really is influential and it, and it, it doesn't 
it leaves a memory on your brain. It doesn't go away. It leaves a tattoo on your brain. <laughs> um, and that's true. It's And that's, I, I think sometimes it's hard to classify, you know? Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Do you have women in mind or women that you try to look up to that makes you think that they are, you know, worth remembering or are there characteristics that you're trying to get at? No, not necessarily. You know, okay. I think of like the, you know, women in maybe my family who like have gone through challenges or give and they give and they, yeah. they just show a great, sure. you know, they, they put in the work. And I think that's mm-hmm. really like inspiring or they've taught me how to think through obstacles. Yeah. Um, and to, so through my own boundaries or obstacles as well. And then mm-hmm. when I think of like other women, when I think about like my career, I just think about some lessons that I have learned along the way from other women, like the women supporting women, like yeah. people who have looked out for me, even if in the, in the smallest feedback or the smallest comments or the smallest compliments. Absolutely. It's something that when in the moment, it seems like mm-hmm. no big deal mm-hmm. or it's just like just kind of nice in that moment. But those things really help build your character, like the feedback that I've gotten from like my women bosses or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I know comes from a perspective that is congruent with like what I can do and the perspective of how I think and how I work. Maybe. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I do. I think part of me, uh, I, I separate... I separate this a little bit. I have women personally in my life who have everyday normal things. I don't even know how to say this. Like I think everyday typical routines, right? You know, they go to work or they're home with the children uh, or they're a neighbor, they're a friend. And then my career, women in this career, women who are close to me, whether they Mm -hmm. are my mentors, whether they are my bosses, whether they're someone I met at a marketing event or, you know, an outreach program. And then I have a grand scale of like people I probably will never know. And they're either attached to my career or they're attached to this, you know, worldly world that we are in. Or we just love them. And we just love them. And I don't really want to know them on a personal level because I don't want to ruin what I know about them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and that to me, that to me is, is is nice because in a way by separating those particulars I can I can get influence and I can get motivation on many scales which right. is so cool and I feel like it's always been that way but it's not always taught or we didn't always know so I think about influential women in history we don't know a lot of them that's true like how many do we learn about in school 10 maybe let's say can you name maybe. anybody <laughs> I, I don't know like I, rgb and yeah, like we love her and Harry uh, Tubman and Rosa, uh, Rosa Parks <laughs> and the one that uh you were saying before Jane Goodall who was Marie Curie oh Marie Curie yeah Polish scientist yeah absolutely the typical things like that you see in tv shows and movies and things that they make Hollywood about right like hidden figures yes which and honestly so- people didn't know about that and right. it became popular and people became interested because it was a movie and they gave it a a good perspective of the movie. Which is like, we've talked about this before, which is why it's like, it's so exciting for the girls who are growing up now, mm-hmm. who like have so much knowledge and resource. Like we didn't have the internet when we were growing up the full time. And so. Sure. Sure. I mean, most of it. But. Sure. Now that that resource is out there and there's more and more people and you can kind of gain that knowledge. But also like, I never sit down and like, you know, get Googling like women who've inspired the manufacturing environment or whatever you know whatever it was of oh, interest really? to me was that what, not do something you that not? you had like do well, you do that 
<laughs> that was something that was like very encouraged in college and grad school. Um, really? Absolutely. I wrote a whole paper about women in architecture and how. That's awesome. Uh, and I, I specifically chose women that I thought stood out, not just because of their architectural accomplishments, but for them as women uh, and, and what challenges that they had to overcome on a personal level. Mm-hmm. as well as on a career level. Yeah, I was a little feisty in college, so I was definitely seeking <laughs> out cuz I was tired of hearing about the old white men, no offense, but like, you know, it's very common in our history books. I was just tired of hearing about people that don't look like me and people who don't look like my friends and the things that made the greats great are not always that great and they had horrible right. personal lives that I was like we value their architecture over the person they are they, we value their skills at least in my field like most people when you think about an influential woman and you think about someone like Ruth Bader Ginsburg her actions speak for her personality like she right. she equals her career she's a good I, person I yes and she mm-hmm. is a good at her job. So in architecture, likelier than not, you see the work that is being produced outweigh the person that's producing it. Yes. And it's hard for me to to love something or love someone without knowing the person and their perspectives as like a family member. Yeah. Or- and if like I, you know, what connects people is if you can see yourself in them. Yes. And I can't see myself in a man who cheats on his wife and has three side hustles. You know what I'm saying? Like I know exactly what you're saying. I don't I don't find that influential for me. It's definitely not influential for young women. Um that does not convince girls to get into the architecture field. Right. Uh, you're so right. <laughs> it does not train them to want to be architects. Like, yeah, right. But or, like someone you like know, like sometimes you do do that research and then you like disappoint yourself. You're like, man, I want to be like so and so. And then you Google them. And you're like, maybe not. Right. Maybe you know, not exactly like them. It's funny because some of my favorite women in architecture are the women who stood in front of their husbands. <laughs> That's such a powerful thing from my end. Or like, like Kamala. Some- yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I love that her husband is her hype man. Like, <laughs> I that, love that he loves her. That just tells me how much it is it's, it's so important that we show women and young girls what a a dynamic partnership looks Couple, like. yes. It you know? looks like the Obamas. Right. You know? you know, it doesn't just look like the person in the history book. Um, you know, someone I, I really, I have a t-shirt with her face on it. That's how much I like her. Her name is Norma Merrick Scalark. She's an, an African-American architect. She was the first African-American black woman to receive a license in architecture in America. Like That's cool. It, like she, like just, just that in itself was like my favorite part. And I like got a t-shirt with her face on it because I was like, that's the kind of hype I want to see in this kind of career path that I'm on. And, you know, people think that like Zaha Hadid and, and some other people, I'm not going to name, are my influence, but it's like they're not because it's so hard to be the 1%. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you're the 1%, and you overcome adversity. I can't idolize you like I would idolize uh, a career mentor, you know? And I don't idolize in the way that's like, you know, unhealthy. But when I look at Zaha Hadid, I go, wow, thank God someone like a woman is doing something like this. Like we need you in the 1%. But I need a more realistic perspective. 
And that's <laughs> that's like at my job, right? Like, like when my w- boss relatable, of course. Something relatable, something tangible that I can like look at every day and be like, wow, my boss, she's kicking ass and taking names and no one gives her shit. And I I can't imagine what it took for her to get there. Right. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. And exactly. honestly, I wanted her to be on the podcast. <laughs> She should be. I love her so much. I was like, she she really has inspired me to be a better woman in architecture, but woman in business, and which is like right. So and great. it's like women in engineering is kind of funny because there's like what one third women in engineering right now. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, and and when you're at like you know medium or smaller size companies, there's only a handful. You know, there max. Sure. And most and some of and some of those are going to be young women, you mm-hmm. know, around your age. So if there are women mentors that you can look up to, one, you're lucky. And and two, you just, you have to grasp onto them and try to and learn. And that's where like the women support women thing. And then like the women that your age, it's kind of like there's yeah. like a competitive aspect, which like makes the waters a little bit rough to like work it, through. Yeah. But there's always like the underlying like, I got you if you got me kind of thing going on. But it is kind of funny how like that dynamic is different, but you can still learn from those people who are on your same level or share your experiences with them. But it's a little bit different. No, I I hear you. And I and I really do experience that. uh, And it's interesting because in my field, I don't know how it is for you and for others, but we're very much trying to always learn and um, be better architects because it's ethically our responsibility to teach the younger generation how to be architects, right? So like me, an aspiring architect is so invested into the people that are older than me who are licensed, who are project managers, who can lean into me and say, hey, you know, this is the right way to do things. And And that's their job. And that's their job. That's kind Uh, of like lucky, don't you think? I think it's very lucky. And and it's like a good structure. I know that that's like hard to do that because there's yes. a lot of work with becoming yes. licensed and everything but yes. like that seems like a benefit and it's also hard to find because there are moments where you can really see that like women support women sometimes yes you know and women support women when it's beneficial for them uh and and that's just like that's the hard end of it right like that's the part that we don't want to necessarily see and be a part of but it exists and we can't deny that i'm very lucky for the perspective in the position i have right now but people who are my age i only want what's best for them and that's not the same mutual feeling on my end i don't feel that always from others i i yeah i agree with you I see that. It's not like, you know, I don't know how, I can't even compare it to anything because I don't know anything besides STEM. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder, like, yeah, I wonder if it's similar. Yeah, like, how is it a day to day office job? You know, how does the CEO of an accounting company, like, how does, you know, some of our friends. Because I don't feel that way with like my male coworkers at all. No, me either. I don't feel any like, and I don't even want to use the word competitive, like vibes that way. Yeah. See, my my coworker that I, I tell Lauren a lot about, he and I are very close because we started together. We learned together. We're, we're very much on the same wavelength. And there are days where like, 
we equally see a little jealousy that comes out because of depending on the projects that we're given to work on. Of each other? Of each other. Oh, I see. I and see. it's very cute because like we don't need any <laughs> harm at all. We're just kind of like, what are you working on? Oh, yeah? Who are you working with? Oh, really? you got that project? Oh, you got that? Mm, oh, you're on the- Interesting. Oh, mm. They must have heard how busy I am. <laughs> That's probably why they didn't ask me and asked I'm you. I'm dead. I'm dead. And then there, that's honestly something I, I really consider. But then I sit there and I'm like so excited for him because. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's a give and take. But like, I think that's healthy. I think it's good to have a person that you look up to or that you're like kind of side by side with that motivates you and kind of puts a fire under you to like work good work work good work well with others work at your career your pathway whatever you're trying to figure out can you name one person and at all that inspires you as a woman or anything that like has encouraged you to get to where you are now you mean like professionally no it could be anybody that's too much sharing for me (laughs) that's too personal okay that's okay well i think whoever it is is you know it's very nice that you had someone or have someone that you know can push you in the right direction so what's the difference between a mentor and then like somebody you absolutely like aspire to be uh someone who mentors me doesn't necessarily have to be inspiring uh i i find a lot of times the people that i feel most they just have to be willing yeah Yeah. And the people that I feel most inspired by are people who have good character and have good personality traits that um, really kind of radiate out or ripple effect onto others and they want nothing in return. I like that. Yeah, for sure. Or they're like actively trying to make an impact and clearly state that with reason. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like they set up a story to help people understand any given situation, topic, information, Mm -hmm. and really stand true to that for a common purpose. And then you see their content like evolve into resources that are giving. So it might be like a person who found a problem, who started a foundation. Now they have a charity, but now they also have like outreach, you know, children, resources, for free that you can download at home for like your summer school program or whatever the heck it might be. Or it might be like a video series about in-depth like understanding of a certain topic or it Mm. might be whatever like resources or initiatives as a foundation to like spread whatever message. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just thought of someone, I don't know her name, but when I was Googling smart ways to study for my exams, I found this woman's YouTube and she was like, here's here's the, the, the gist of it. I could give you a step-by-step guide on how you're supposed to do this, but honestly, this is your thing. Like, you have to figure out what makes sense for you, but like, let me share my perspective. This mm-hmm. is what happened for me. I failed, I passed, I failed, I passed. Here are the books that I read, but guess what? It doesn't matter. Because like if you don't understand it, you're not going to be a good architect one day. You're not going to be a good mentor. Oh my one gosh! Day. And and I sat there and I was like, oh, wow. You're like she's right. I was like that's so real because you can only give people information that they want to seek out, right? Right. And like you you probably have to remind yourself that you're not just taking the test to pass. It's like you really need to understand so that you can be like a successful and good architect, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is true. It's it, there's, there's It can't be just like remember the information and forget correct. it all. Because why would you want to? So you need to learn it more like intently rather than like mm-hmm. cramming. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry for interrupting you. 
No, please interrupt me. I would like you to talk more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I, me particularly right now is like coming from college and grad school and, and always being in the mindset of just get through the next thing, get through the next thing, pass the exam, pass the, the crit, you know, get the model Mm -hmm. made. There, there's not a lot of evidence that shows that architecture school improves architects. Uh, it, it very much says we check off a box and we move forward. And it's people that I find along the way, like colleagues, friends who are in the same boat with me. And they're like, wow, this is a lot different than what they painted the picture to be. But look at all these people that I have met along the way that can help me keep going, keep going and, and move into that positive mindset. Right. And that's like healthy and like necessary yeah i think if anything women out there who uh work towards not only producing valuable information and education and knowledge but correctly uh being realistic about how to inspire young girls especially in our fields right you know you can't just say like you can do anything you can you definitely can but let's talk about how and why you should and it's it's interesting because like you know, I didn't even think about this prior, but like social media influence, there's a different like, what's the difference between influencer and somebody who is like influential? Yes. And because we use the word influence so frequently now, and because we're being influenced in the the data that we're intaking as we like scroll through our phones or whatever and I think about my favorite people on the internet and it's not like it's you know it's not somebody giving a TED talk on like (laughs) manufacturing principles or whatever the heck it might be it's like I'm obsessed with a woman who does makeup and I don't even put makeup on my face ever yeah yeah I, I relate to that so much which is like more to the character of the person or like how they make you feel mm hmm it is. And and but you you and I are very much always on the same page about our work and our life is very much trying to always be balanced. Like I'm never trying to push my career higher than my life. I'm never trying to suck my career away because of right. my of my family or my friends. I'm always trying to have a healthy connection between both because I'm realizing more and more as I get older is the only way that I'm successful in architecture is if I'm successful in myself and in my friendships and in my relationships with my family. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that I think we're encouraged uh, when people say like, oh, you can't do anything. Well, no, I can. But here's how you do it well. And this is how you do it in a healthy way. Uh, And there's realistic uh, um, aspects of that as well. You know, you have young girls who are trying to be educated in science and engineering. They're doing coding at six. You know, they're they're <laughs> mastering whatever the heck you do. Yeah, the info's know. out there. The info is out there. It's very much available, but we're not getting enough people and showing. It's like nurturing how. that environment. Yes, and showing the how so that you know. So whether it doesn't matter how early you start them. If you start your daughter or son coding mm-hmm. at six, there's still the age where they become discouraged. Absolutely. There's still that age, middle school-ish, where they aren't getting grasping math as fast, right? Because right. they have better content at reading or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. And they're, they're going to hit a wall. They mm-hmm. will. Yeah. But like that that's the part of adversity that's so inspiring. You know, you're, you're not supposed to be perfect. You're not supposed to be gifted. There are people People that are, and I'm very jealous of that. Right. Uh, you know, th- that those are the moments. We're just like, a couple wow. of Joe Schmoes. We really are, though. But I want to be Jill Schmoes because I'm a woman. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. We transitioning the shift. But, you know, there something that my parents did a good job at 
not saying that they did a good job. Okay. My parents did a very good job at allowing me to choose the curriculum that I was all given in college, but also in high school, uh, in grade school, you know, like there, I was really good at art. My mom signed me up for an art class, you know, Lauren and I mm-hmm. and our friend um, from gr- preschool and up till now, she and I, we did like an art class at Lauren's house and we had like a professional tutor come in and teach us art whatever you know so like there was moments in time that were not only in our school systems but also in our private spaces yeah you have to like invest and nurture the hobby yes, or the absolutely. interests or whatever absolutely but you know even if you don't have the means or the resources there are plenty of areas in like libraries or um, if you have access to the internet you know there are plenty of places where you can say children uh, inspiring programs programs right yeah free inspiring programs for women Uh, i'm pretty sure girl scouts falls under one of them uh and there is an inspiring book list of different topics that women have come through and uh, have led on to grow and to become you know world's most loved be you know, icons. Yeah, and, exactly. You know what I'm and saying? Like, like, there's other things. Yeah. And, you know, I don't remember what I, I think it was in a book that I read last year, you know, but it's it's that saying that's like, when you look at history, if you leave out women, you're leaving out 50% of history. So there's yep. a lot of things that we simply don't know because it yep. was not written or researched or, or whatever. It's not in our, you know, the textbooks that you get at school frequently. Right. right. And Lauren and I never think that it's an, imp- uh, it's not important to include male figures and uh, people of you know our field that are male but it's that we show it equally you know we represent that equally uh we say yes you can to yes and whatever uh you know lauren being in robotics and me being in arc and engineering classes that that encouraged us to be on the pathways that we are now and thank god we had great teachers because i swear to god we really wouldn't be there influential teachers Right. Yeah. Especially. And they were at a level that not only was above us to inspire us to be better people, but it was at that level that was relatable and it was tangible and it was in our everyday routine. And And now people our age are teachers. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. How are you doing this? You guys are really killing it out there. How do teachers do that? How do they stay influential all day long? Yes, seriously. How are you guys always changing the moldy minds? I I really give it to you. Uh, As I look at a plant that I have on my little station that says learning is growing. Oh, so cute. (laughs) Um, Lauren, I really want to know from you, though, is there something for someone like you who is very quiet? uh, And that's not because Lauren is loud. We know that from her laughs, but like quiet (laughs) and and very, you know, she has introverted tendencies. So I'm curious, you know, when you were young to now and even at work being a manager, boss, badass boss that she is, you know, who and what can you take from that helps you in a comforting way, inspires you? Um, how do you get those young girls like that to feel something that is imaginative, but also has really good, a good following, you know, where, where do you get that from? Where, where can you, cause I'm over here just like blurting out the world, right? <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's more the fact that like, if I was to speak on it, I would have to really reflect upon it. And you know, everybody, all of our listeners know how much I like to really think and reflect on. Lauren loves <laughs> reflecting on herself. She hates it so much. It's the worst thing in the world. These are shower thoughts. And it's just because I don't, I don't know why it seems personal to me. Maybe you should reflect on that. <laughs> I, 
Honestly, <laughs> we'll be I, back next week. <laughs> honestly, we're about to reflect, but I think we should really think but about like, that. I I really do, and it's more just like I don't I don't know. It's probably just because like there's it's it's probably just because it's like specific to me and I find it um it came to me at a certain instance or time in my life that it was needed Mm -hmm. and therefore and I know it would like you know I know it would be relatable but anyway like you're asking me where I get this I just at any point as you're growing and developing you need to learn how to look at the obstacle and look past it Mm. either look at the obstacle and just understand that that is not what you're scared of and that is not what's keeping you and preventing you from doing that thing Mm. and once you kind of accept that it doesn't I'm not saying that it gets like easier but it's much easier to work past it and to a point where you won't even think of the obstacle or you won't even see it as an obstacle and then taking that and like I don't know I just try to be reasonable I try to be respectful and I remember what people have told me or given me feedback on and I you know, I do my best and I try to like, I don't know, I would say like my ally, like my, what do I want to say? My, like your colleagues, someone that's at your level. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like my equal colleagues or women younger than me, I really mm-hmm. try to give them as much information as I have. I will give them my perspective if something similar happened to me, or I will say, yeah, you probably should talk to HR about that. And I know that's nervous and I know you don't want to do that, but like, I've already done it three times and like, I'm <laughs> telling you it's, this is how it's going to go and it's going to yeah. be fine and you're going to be in and out and like, it's yeah. no problem. Yeah, because that's like part of that like workplace thing. And so like I just tried to keep those things and share them and like I don't know you know what I mean no I do so what I'm hearing is that you you very much take uh into consideration all the specific moments that have taught you something you've grown from it and sometimes that includes hard things and that's something that you reflect on but you just don't want to share about it Mm. (laughs) that's what I hear right now Lauren's talking in vague apps. Okay, so one of my, um, okay, I'll tell you something specific. So there's two women engineers who are older than myself. So there's a few young women engineers at my company, but there's two Mm -hmm. older ones who have been at the company for a significant amount of time. And they're incredibly smart and they could make a drawing on anything. And like, I wouldn't even know where to start. And they're like, really technically they they retain a ton of very complex technical knowledge, but they could also like one of them, is like a drafter and I could show her anything and she could like model it and make the drawings for it and make sure it like is functional and up to whatever pressure speeds feeds whatever to be machined correctly and um so that it won't break an application in the field for our customers Mm -hmm. and I like am in love with them and like I always tried to be I got to be in a group with them for a long time for a while and it was like I was like I love being in a group with like smarter women than me it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) that's why I'll buy my house one of them called me last week and just to just to compliment me she called me on the phone and she said lauren we were in that meeting together last week and i just i just wanted to call you and say i really liked how you ran that meeting and i think that you're doing a really good job and it shows me that you're a very intent listener and that you can give feedback in a positive manner and she goes i really appreciated it and i think other people in the meeting really appreciate it i just wanted to call you and tell you that and i was like Mm-mm. Are you? Mm-mm. I was like, what? amazing, <laughs> amazing. Like how? How nice is that? Like it's extremely nice. There was no reason for her to do that. There but was a reason. Like, 
that that was the reason. You are the reason. That's but a, she that's, like went that, out of her way to call me, right? Just to and, tell me that. And that's how it should be. There should that's be. That's like women supporting women. That's for a sure. woman. That's what I think of. That's a woman. Mm-mm. That's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I was like, oh, oh my god. Well, well thank you. You know, like you know, <laughs> it's so rare wonderful. that you get a phone call at work that's not like about you like, to- hey, do more work or hi. Asking, you, you know, suck. asking. <laughs> you need to fix this. Do you have 10 minutes? Oh, it's seven o'clock. Do it anyways. <laughs> no. Uh, That's too uh, funny. Lauren, I think that experience is, is really good for you in your field because for someone that is very introverted and someone who very much is private about her life, that's something that's a reward to see that you are learning from the people around you. But I would like to ask, and I'll answer it myself, of course. I just want to know, like, can you name those three qualities that you think that are absolutely needed for people to support you in your in your life in your career it can you name someone and you don't have to say her out loud can you name someone in your head that does that for you to keep you going are you gonna answer first yeah I can if you want me to <laughs> I can do this in a couple minutes I really look at integrity um, I always look at how people compose themselves in um, a public setting in a business setting and in a private conversation between them because I really see what kind of people you are when you're, you know, large scale to small scale. I, I next look at the kind of people you are um, to strangers. So I, I judge your character off of your kindness. And I, I definitely want to always keep that in mind when I'm talking to people because anybody can lie. Anybody can tell you a fake story. And then the last thing I always think about when I'm meeting someone or if I'm looking for someone to inspire me or to help me boost my career is, um, what do they know and what do they don't know? What don't they know? Because yes. fel- failure is the, the most successful way to teach and to mentor. And for women like us and for young girls who are constantly afraid to fail, girl, let me tell you, that's the best way to learn. And I didn't realize that, but I do now. Your turn. That is, I, I really like what you said about like, <laughs> you, you need to be true to what you don't know you need to be honest about that Mm -hmm. and the people who recognize that and put it on the table is not as a weakness but as like a strength for your team to build on top of you Mm -hmm. is like an excellent skill of a leader Um, I will answer and I will say I think number one is empathy you need to be empathetic and understanding Yes. In order to support me, because that's yes. what you're saying, in order yes, to support me, my male best friends and my my husband who just say, just do the thing. I get it. I love you guys. But that does not help me. It, it's, <laughs> and it's never going to help me. That's fine. You can keep telling me, just do it. Don't worry about it. That's not how this brain works over here. Yeah, we don't um, operate that way. <laughs> Number two, I think, is to be respectful because clear communication is something that's very, very important to me. But even if you don't communicate clearly, as long as you're respectful, you can get through the conversation or misunderstandings or disagreements absolutely, and still get to a result. So even if you don't have the best soft skills, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. if you're respectful, you can work through it. Mm. Bravo. And I think that Maybe the last one for me is, you know, yeah, something like, yeah, I like the the character towards others because if I can't, I don't know, if you don't act the same. Girl, for real. Then then you're like, you mm-hmm. need to be trustworthy. It's like, right. you, yeah, you have in order, it's that, that trust 
plus teamwork plus respect you know what yeah. i mean so that that trustworthiness to be able to confide or be you know especially for me who doesn't like to share things i really mm-hmm. need to understand that that person is going to be like in my best interest looking out for me and listening intently on whatever it might be amazing that was really cool lauren yeah i liked this discussion thank like you this. for for um talking with me thank you for asking me to talk with you and i think this put us on like a better topic i agree and i think i'm gonna continue to do things like this with you um i'm also yes let's keep thinking about it some things in mind for next time but uh today i'm gonna put some links in the in the bio for people to read because i feel like it's interesting and it's helpful for me so maybe it'd be helpful for others excellent excellent lauren what a great time for you to wrap up right on time because i need to good chat out of here okay i hope you have a lovely day thank Thank you you so much for (laughs) listening to the oakview have the day you have my friends peace out Thank you for listening to another episode of The Oakview. You can follow The Oakview Podcast at The Oakview Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can email us at theoakviewpodcast at gmail.com. That's O-A-K-V-I-E-W podcast at gmail.com. Music by Upbeat.